Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 536 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, uh, we'll be having a chat with Dr. Sarah Jarvis and Lisa Faulkner about your microbiome and how you can make sure you protect your skin by being a little less harsh with some of the things that you do to it. We will be meeting up with three of the cast of Peter Pan. Prime Pantos are bringing this to the Stafford Gatehouse this year. So we've got Ian Reddington playing Captain Hook. We've got Corey Jones, who is Peter Pan and also Charlotte Fishwick who is Wendy in the show having a chat with all of them and on top of that we'll be meeting the Stairbridge Writers and Actors Group they have Downside Abbey a fantastic comedy which is going to be taken to a theatre in Worcester in the not too distant future all that's on the way alongside some fantastic brand new music from Manila PR but first of all I nipped along to the Haven to find out about an event taking place this weekend this Saturday, the Haven have Walk in the Park to raise funds. To tell us more, I've got Lucy and Hayley with me now. Hello. Hello. Right, there's always loads going on raising funds for an absolutely excellent cause, but the Walk in the Park, this is a big one, isn't it? It is, and it's our first family event at the Haven, so we support so many families, so many women and children, so we really wanted to put on our first family event, and uh, we hope the Walk in the Park will give this to the families of Wolverhampton. So what sort of things are involved then? Um, so we've got a whole range of things happening on Saturday. So we've got some great activities beforehand, before the actual walk. We've got everything from face painting to craft. Uh, we've got glitter art. There's going to be a penalty shootout. And I couldn't talk about this without mentioning the famous Wolfie and Wendy. They will be there doing their They'll bit, helping out, which is good. Yes. And now, obviously, when you've got some of Wolverhampton's first citizens along, uh, it's, it's, you know, it, it is a bit of a celebrity status. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is something for absolutely everyone. And even if somebody hasn't registered to take part in the walk, they can still come and enjoy the day, can't they? I guess, yeah, Lucy, maybe you want to take this one? Yeah, um, we still, um, we do need people to register in advance because um, it's gone really well. People mm-hmm. have really gone for it, especially with Wolfie and Wendy. Mel Eves is coming along, so mm-hmm. he'll be there on the day. So um, it's really, people have signed up, took a real interest. So please book in advance. Purely on the basis of we've had such a great reception that we want to make sure if you come in to take part in things like the craft, for example, um, or the glitter art and the face paint, to make sure we've got enough to give all the families and uh, all the children a chance at an activity. Okay, so we want to make sure we know you are going to be there. Okay, yes. so simple as that. So let's <laughs> let's get in touch absolutely everybody. Okay, we do like that idea. And uh, so how do people do that one then? Um, if they go onto our website, www.havenrefuge/events, then um, you can go on there and you can book on there. You can go on Facebook as well. We've got links on Facebook and go across. I really would recommend booking, especially as we've been supported by Enjoy Wolverhampton. So... Mm-hmm. They'll be marshalling the event, but um, to make sure it's a safe and fun event. But mm-hmm. if we can get the numbers guaranteed, it makes it safer. It makes it a better event, and people can just enjoy themselves and so for the actual walk as well. Yeah. So you know what you're dealing with, yeah, which is yeah, what counts. Yeah. So it's the havenrefuge.org.uk, and then put forward slash events on the end of that, yeah, and definitely. you've you've got how you need to get in touch okay so what else is going on because that's there's more on that events page isn't there (laughs) there is Um, so obviously we've got all the events all the activities on the day Um, we've got some great sponsorship this year from Shooting Stars Nursery Mm -hmm. so not only is it a whole host of activities but they're being supported by specialists in this field so people that work with children you know all year round to put on some really extra special fun and activities and then we also have the walking element which Lucy's probably 
going to be better You're head placed. of walking. I am head of walking. I don't know why they've signed me up for this one. <laughs> but um, head of walking. So um, the routes have all been planned. We're going to set off and then have a safe walk around the park. See some geese. You know, the usual, like, maybe spot a squirrel too. And mm-hmm. then some local other um, other sessions as well. Because we've got a kids, um, they can find what they see in, in a competition involved in that. So. But I think the most important thing here um, is how we start in this walk. So as Lucy said, we're going to have a big countdown. Mm. Before we set off to West Park, we're heading into the Molyneux. So this is really unique. I don't know if this has happened before for a charity <laughs> event, but we're going to go off into the ground. So we're going to do a lap of honour around the pitch. So it's a great experience for the little kids and the big kids, I'm sure. Mm. Um, but also, you know, for fans to take pictures, have that, you know, who gets to walk around the park, at the, walk around the pitch at the Molyneux, it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do that first. And then Lucy is going to be taking the lead then down to West Park and we've got a little treasure hunt for the kids on the way. So. It sounds like it's going to be absolutely fantastic. So if thehavenrefuge.org.uk is a website, look for the events thing or put forward slash events and you can get into involved that way. Get registered, get taking part and have a great time raising funds. I think that more or less covers it. It's a really yeah. low cost, fun family day out. It's £4 for adults, £2 for children and under fours come free. So really for a family fun morning out, I think it's a really good value, loads of activities and know that you're helping a fantastic cause in the process as well. Oh, brilliant. Keep up the good work, have a great time with it and we look forward to finding out more about other stuff coming up in the coming weeks because Christmas is on the way so I'm sure we'll be yeah, talking about that soon. fairly soon as well. We've been talking about that for a few weeks yeah, we've got the Christmas and we've got curry nights and we've got um, what else have we got? Quizzes, quizzes networking. Quiz mm-hmm. Like <laughs> last quiz of the year, we can win a prize for a festive jumper. Okay, so like All good lots stuff. of stuff happening. So check us out on social media as well. That's Brilliant. our advice. Well, thank you. That's what counts. So social media details <laughs> um, at the Haven W T O N. Check it all out that way. Once again, keep supporting a great cause at the heart of the city, making a difference to people's lives. Thank you for all the work you guys are doing. And thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Look forward to seeing everybody. Cheers. <laughs> right, let's take a tune. This will be Rivita, Someone Else's Arms. It always comes back to you, my friend. Somehow we always find a way to make it end Through the thick and thin we push each other down Every time I try to smile you always turn it around And even though I wish I never met you
Trivita and someone else's arms here on the Milk Bar. Stairbridge Writers and Actors Group already have had two sellouts, fantastic nights of Downside Abbey. The audiences loved it then, they're going to love it even more when it heads back out on the road. To tell us more, I'm joined by their three founders members. We have Sean, Simon and Dave. Hello. 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 We might as well start this end because you talk the most. Uh, so, uh, Sean, t- <laughs> tell us a bit about the group itself. And these two can interject when, when you want to, OK? Right, so it all starts back about a couple of years back when I actually wrote Downside Abbey. We went to in another group with it. It didn't work out. I put it in a drawer. Six months later, these two guys came on board and said, we want to set up a group and do it. I'd already got the name, so we set up Stairage Writers and Actors Group. We went on and did the play, uh, got a great bunch of uh, actors involved, spent a couple of months sorting it out, took it to the local church hall, sold out two nights. And with the film, which is out at the moment, yes. obviously it's building up mm-hmm. anticipation for when this is next uh, yeah. available to see. And it's Swan Theatre in Worcester in April next year is, is the biggie, isn't it? But there's loads of other stuff going on as well. Yes, yes, we've got a whole, the whole of spring's been really busy. We're doing another play called Eating Out mm-hmm. in January, hopefully. We're going to go to the Worcester Theatre Festival where Dave's written a play called... Minus 272. Okay. And a shortened version of Downside Abbey. So that, okay, right, so that, that, that's going to be there. But uh, uh, let's talk a bit about the group, I think, just to, to get an exploration on, because you're not the only writer, because Dave writes as well. Dave writes as well. And, and, and even does books and things. I do books as well. I do children's books. I've spoken to you before about yep. children's books. I think you might even... We, we, yeah, <laughs> I, I read them very carefully. Cause well, well done. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Concentrated on everything. Uh, so uh, that, that's, that's one of the strings to your bow. Uh, but uh, so in, in the group, each of you do something different and everyone swaps around a bit as well, don't you? Yeah. We, um, we all have different roles in the group. Like I said, we've got the three founder members here. I tend to direct at the moment. Dave's editor and Downside Abbey Simon was a uh, tech guy doing the light and sound. So you keep him out the back? Yeah, but. Yeah, put me out the back. But, yeah. but you've got the shorts, I mean, shorts, wearing shorts is essential if you're doing the tech job, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. You wear shorts all the time. In, in the middle of winter, you have to wear shorts if you're doing sound. They're bright lights. Yeah. They're bright lights. They yeah. keep you warm. <laughs> <laughs> but in our next production, Simon's going in to, to do some acting in it and Dave's going to do the tech, yeah, so we all kind of move around. Tech, yeah. So, that, but that's part of the excitement of, yeah. of having a group and just just doing something a, a bit different. And uh, so that, that runs across the board. And, and do you recruit extra actors in when you need them? We we get kind of a, have a bit of a pool of actors if we can if we need to go in and pick somebody out. But we have a uh, we got there's ten actors mainly, isn't there? Yeah. We got ten. Um, Downside's written for ten people. The one we're doing next is also written for ten people. So we have this small group of people. One or two have dropped out, but they're going to come back for downside. And we've got other people to come in as well. So, so have you tweaked it a bit to fit in with the current storyline and the, the Queen turning up, uh, King and Queen turning up in the film? <laughs> or is that just going to be spoilers? Are we not allowed? Well, to? you know, I've only actually seen one episode. Of <laughs> so. it, do you think that's helped? Yes, it does actually. It, <laughs> the um, look on Dave's face. Obviously, need to find out. It's 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 like Downton Abbey, but full of double entendres. Yeah. So yep. it's about murder, mystery, suspense, double entendres. And lots of throwaway lines, a bit of a, I suppose, a bit of carry-on thrown in as well. And a just fantastic a, doorbell. And a brilliant doorbell. Okay, then, it's and, usually and, late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, they could, they could, they could be fisticuffs. <laughs> uh, but uh, you're getting the, the, the idea of, uh, of this sort of thing, you've got a, a great genre to fit in with, yeah. but it's all about the writing and the jokes, and, that, and that's what really makes a difference when yes. it comes to something yes. like this. And, and you sort of hone this sort of stuff, and is that something that else gets bounced around the group? Yeah, in a way, I suppose. With, when, we wrote, when I wrote Downside, it did actually change as we started to do the rehearsals when people were throwing 
better lines or there was a different ending or something like that or something different that could happen in so it, the, 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 the script was open mm -hmm. for people to throw ideas in and we use a lot of the ideas mm. so it was really good yeah and if something goes wrong on the night as well I suppose you, you guys are all more than able to, to cope with that as well aren't you do we get ad-libs I can imagine that there's quite a lot of ad-libs yes, just to make it yeah, fun yeah it, it's good the, the, Ideally, the audience don't know the script. Yeah. So You're not you precious about it either, if, no. it's, if it's going to be a good I, line. I was by the side of the curtain absolutely crying <laughs> at one point. But uh, the audience don't know the script, and the actors are good enough to actually follow it through if something does go wrong, if somebody drops a line. Mm -hmm. So we can do it, but it was great. David's doing that look again on the end. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, come on, okay. yeah, what, what should you share? Well, when we did it the uh, first time... Um, I play Lord Lear, by the way. Yeah, well, you have the air about you. Yes, yes, yes. Self-made man, don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, there's, a, there's a scene at the end. I won't spoil it, but I, I played it pretty straight first time. The, the second time, I thought, because I'm in the night gear, I thought, well, I'll, I'll go on with a teddy bear. Just to, to <laughs> keep him on his toes. Keep him on his toes. Which I didn't know about. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I think that, that sort of fun within a group, though, that, that can really make yeah. a, a, a play in production anyway, can't yeah. it? So, yeah. so where's the diary to be found? Because this is going to get busy, as you say. You've already got so the, the Swan Theatre booked in, but... We're hoping to do uh, Eating Out at the Cleveland Methodist Church Hall at the end of January. The Worcester Theatre Festival, where Dave's play and Downside are 7th and 8th of March. And we've got the Swan Theatre in Worcester on the 17th of April. So that lots going it. on there, yeah. and so this is this all nice planning ahead, which means plenty of rehearsal time. Yeah. So the better you know the play, the more you can change it as you go along. Yes, yes. Well, with uh, Downside, we decided to get it right before we actually put it on so we spent <laughs> six months rehearsing and getting the it's got to be it's yeah. got to be yeah and it's going to be the same with the next one but then mm -hmm. once we've got eating out of the way we can jump onto the other straight after because they've already got it in the system so they already know the play so they could just roll it after that and so you it. talk of your pool of actors if, if there is anybody outstanding out there who knows their comedy stuff you would you consider them or are you pretty much a closed group yeah it is we, we have got a pool of actors which we use but there is an open if we need people, please yeah. come and have a look. But you can do that by the Facebook page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or come down and get in touch with us and come down and see what, what goes on. on exactly. It's, it's open. We, we decided from the beginning that if anybody wanted to bring any material to the, to the group, quite happy to have a look at it and read it. So anybody. I'm in the middle of writing a panto, which is... Oh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone gets to go at everything. It's a yeah. very... You just want to wear a dress, it's, don't you? It's fluid. It's oh, very that's, fluid. I wear a caftan at home, so I'm all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All good. So, uh, shout outs for any of the crew who aren't with us today. Matt Davis has set up this uh, yeah, interview. He, he's had a PR, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, so he's had a PR. He's had a PR. He's stuck in Portugal. Yep. Let down my flight. Let's not go there. No. Um, um, yeah, and the other actors that are in the group, they all know who they are. They're all brilliant mm -hmm. at it. So, and, I mean, we've got some semi pros and we've got people who are, have just haven't done it since school and have come in and, and they've just rolled with it and taken the parts and they absolutely love it. So what is the Facebook page? Where do people find it more and how do they get in touch? It's Starbridge WAG. Starbridge WAG, W-A-G in capitals. Yep. So if anybody wants to find us, we're on there. Okay, simple as that. Check it out. But it's going to be an absolute treat when Downside Abbey returns to a stage and get you, it's worth the travel. Wherever it is, it's yes. worth travelling to, yeah? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, Sean, Simon, David, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Time for another tune, this time it's Gold Dust from Reza Hall. If you want to take hold of your 
says If you want to take hold of the past If you want to keep hold of the past And I've given you everything There's nothing more to life that you can bring If you want to hold on to the past If you want to hold on Child's calling, locking the mind. And it's golden, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers. And the dream of love, it still lingers. But now it's just older, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers, slipping through your fingers. Louisa Hall with Goldust here on the Milk Bar. Fantastic tune there. From the 13th of December through to the 5th of January, Peter Pan is on stage in the Stafford Gatehouse's fabulous theatre. Uh, there, Captain Hook is with me now, Ian Reddington. How are you doing? <laughs> Getting yourself in festive mood with listen, mince pies. Listen, I'm on the mince pies and the mulled wine already. What more could you ask for? I can't wait to start. <laughs> this is what you get to be evil in this, which is most unlike you, but it's not something you're alien to. I think EastEnders, you were evil, weren't you? You don't know me too well, do you? Oh, you're really evil in real life as well. Well, I try. <laughs> I, try I try my best. There are things in life that I just cannot deal with. So when you're playing a part like this, all I do is I just... I just take, the, take those feelings and I bring them in and I throw them at the audience. Okay, so you're petrifying children uh, across Stafford. As I do my own children, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's how I learned that particular trick. Yeah. So th th this all works. Okay, for Peter Pan, what's this story mean to you? Is it one that you've loved since you were a kid? Well, the great thing about Peter Pan is it, it, it comes from a novel. I mean, mm -hmm. it, you know, it comes from a, 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 lit a literary tradition. Yeah. So we're not just making, you know, we're just not just making it, plucking the ideas from, from nowhere. And I think that's what that's what drives it along, and a fantastic story. Mm -hmm. I mean, which is why Hollywood have made the most out of it. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, a, a good story. And in this case, uh, as you would expect, a fantastic cast as well. I mean, you get to be sorry senior as far as these things go, being Captain Hook, don't you? So you get to you know, keep everyone in line. Uh, well, they, they wheel me on, and I, I do a turn, and then they they wheel me off, and we let the young ones sing and dance. So you're, I, you're, I hope. you're not doing any singing and dancing. <laughs> oh, I am doing singing. Because you, you are known for your singing as well. Uh, listen, I'm known for lots of things. Um, look out for an underwater ballet sequence okay. from, from me. 
Well, right. I mean, that's what they promised me. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The feathers may go a little limp in they that. <laughs> we all may be limp no, during that sequence. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, the evilness, the, the hook. The hook. The, this one here, yeah. Yeah. Just going to take it off, by the oh, way. Oh, ah. To so, eat the mince pie. Yeah. But do carry on. <laughs> but uh, you, you've obviously got a, a crew who you are building up to work with here. And are the, the rest of the, the baddies in training, effectively, as we speak? Well, I hope they're training harder than me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just see him in spies. Well, no, because obviously I'm the leader. I will be telling them, I will be going, dance. Now, now, dance sequence. And they're, <laughs> and they're on it or whatever. Ballet sequence, go. <laughs> so I hope they're going to be up to speed. I think they will be. <laughs> now, you're no stranger to Stafford yourself, are you? Because you've, you've been here a few times over the years. I've not been here a few times. I've been here once. Was it just the once, quite, right? quite famously. For, yep. I played Richard III at the, uh, at the castle there. And it, I absolutely loved it. It's... It is the best piece of work I've I've ever done, mm -hmm. and I, I've I've quoted that in the in the press before. I mean, it was a fabulous experience. I got the best reviews I've ever got. Uh, so, just a little word going out there. I got the best reviews I've ever got last time I was in Stafford. Okay, so it is going to be amazing. We, we know that. <laughs> we so. And uh, you've you've met Wendy and Peter, and uh, are you looking forward to terrorising these two? Yeah, they they look like easy. I yeah, think they're easy meat from what I they're, can. They're, not, they're going to scare simply. Oh, there should be nothing to me. To me. <laughs> a man of my calibre. Absolutely. And, and, and which do you enjoy having the hair thing? Is there's a bit more mince pie to go in there? Do you know? Um, it's not unlike my real hair, which you mm -hmm. can't see under my wig. Uh, I've got yeah, I've got hair as luxurious as this. Honestly, but slightly uh, less nylony. Uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> it's in dreadful condition. Um, Maybe the, maybe I'll try and get a reveal in the show. That that could happen. Sure. My, yeah. You're not doing too badly yourself. Well, you are doing quite well. Yeah, my the, the, my hair went away some time ago and it hasn't been seen since. Okay. They charged me a search fee when I go to the barbers. These days, I've seen it that running down down <laughs> Stafford High Street earlier when I came in. Okay, so favourite bit of Panto at Christmas for you? Um, the favourite bit. Well, starting. Yeah, is it starting the, 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 because you theorise it when you. My name's on the poster. Yeah. What, what is a very surreal experience is driving into the town where you're playing and a bus goes by and you go, oh, oh, it's my <laughs> face on it. Oh, I've actually got to do the thing that I promised everyone I would do and be very, very good in. You've then actually got to do it. So it's a fabulous buildup of excitement mm -hmm. and you arrive in a town. And I love, I mean, I, I don't hide myself away, so I'll be in town and I'll chat to as many people as I can. I really like that aspect of it as mm -hmm. well, you know, belonging, belonging to, the, to the town that you're performing in. I mean, whenever you're travelling with theatre, I mean, you've done an awful lot of theatre in your time. In fact, mm. unfeasibly large amounts of actual theatre, considering how busy you are with your TV work as well. Yeah, well, but, well I did a lot. I, I mean, I did, I'd done 15 years of theatre before I started on TV, <laughs> so I go, I go way back. So, yeah, there's, there's very few theatres I've not played. Mm hmm and you, are you ticking them off on the list? Is there a bucket list of theatres that you? Uh... Oh, I know. I do like it. If someone offers you a, offers me a tour of something, I tend to the first thing I do is well, obviously I like to play. I then go and say, oh, where's it been? And if there were, if there's above a certain quarter of places I've not played in, I go, oh, I'll do that. I love to do that. Yeah, and that works every time for you. But I say the reviews and stuff of you have always been amazing. Listen, you got Let's something to live up to. Oh, you, oh, no, you're killing me now. Killing me <laughs> I hope so. No, no it's going to be good. It is taking place. Hey, we've, got, we've got the poster. We've got your poster with your photo on. So uh, we've got 13th of December through to the 5th of January. 
and the, the, the box office number, have you, have you memorised the box office number yet? I haven't yet, no, okay. but people will be stopping me in the street and asking for it, so I will probably have it written on my hand. 01785. I was going to say. I'm reading for now. 619080 is yeah. where you need to go. And stuff at gatehousetheatre.co.uk is the website. But check it all out there. You can put your tickets online and uh, prepare yourself for a fantastic Christmas and if the, if you, you just eat many mince pies that costume's not going to fit <laughs> particularly well by the time we get there but, you uh, normally lose weight in panto we may be going the opposite <laughs> here it is break a leg have a great time and we look forward to seeing you on stage being evil as Captain Hook thank you very much indeed look forward to it destination from the 13th of December through to the 5th of January at the Stafford Gatehouse when Peter Pan is on stage. Peter Pan is here with me now, as is Wendy, Corey and Charlotte. Hello to you both. Hello. Uh, excited? Oh, so excited. There's, there's flying involved. I think that's the most important thing to begin with, isn't it? You, and you both get to fly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Can we say yes? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice... That's exciting. Surprise. Yeah, I can't Everyone. wait. I can't wait. That's, I think that's the, the thing that I'm most looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And seeing everybody, of course. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great to have a, a fantastic family audience down here at the Gate Test. And so this is, Charlotte, I think your first year in Panto, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. So as, as a newbie, you're looking for tips from the rest of the cast? Yes, I have been asking them uh, today. And yeah, I think it's definitely going to be learning from the great hey but it's it's like an acting job but having more fun than ever isn't I know. it <laughs> yeah and all the magic and all the glitz yeah and mince pies but they're all, all thrown in for good measure and uh you're wearing slightly less makeup than Corey is at the moment because uh, peter <laughs> pan gets some fantastic eye makeup by the looks of things yes bringing peter pan right into the 80s <laughs> <laughs> green is definitely your color uh, thank uh, you so i mean the, the flying the fact that you've done lots of great stuff that's been fun over the years i mean panto mm. must be your favorite time of year though oh absolutely yeah i remember as you you know, as a child going to see it and just being absolutely drawn into the theatre from those early, you know, childhood memories of Panto. So to now be living it out myself, it's great. The Darling family have a four-legged friend and I, I know you're a bit of a dog fan. So is this uh, going to be uh, yeah, part of it? You're going to be enjoying your time with the, oh, with the dog? Absolutely, absolutely. Nana's yeah. going to be there. Nana's, Nana's <laughs> my favourite, favourite character. <laughs> so it, would that have been your ideal character play after Peter Pan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, before Peter Pan, I think. You think, OK, <laughs> name's down for that one next time, right? Yeah. And with the, the, the magic of Panto itself, I mean, what Panto memories have you, have you both got from, uh, from your youth? So one of the earliest shows I went to come see was um, Beauty and the Beast in mm-hmm. Cardiff and just, you know, sort of the transformation, the magic of it, it was just absolutely wonderful. And Charlotte? No, 100%. Uh, mine was uh, Beauty and the Beast as oh, well yeah. and it was uh, the Beast just transforming, which you just can't get your head around when you're younger. Yeah. You just can't work out how they do it. Yeah. And it is magic. It would, and, and obviously there's plenty of magic just to be seen in, in this pantomime and sprinkled around. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you met Tinkerbell yet? Not yet. Okay, so uh, she, she, she's not very big, is she? No, no, uh, she's teeny tiny, and we're going to need lots of help from the audience to uh, to to get her nice and visible. Okay, so that 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 will happen on the night, and uh, obviously we've got, you've got a couple of weeks of rehearsals that you're going to before it. But it's a script, the songs, the music, the dancing, and have you have you had a hint of what you'll be performing on stage yet? Yeah, we've got an idea. We've got an idea, and I think it's going to be lots of fun. I think. Everyone's going to enjoy it, aren't they? Maybe mm. even can sing along. 
Because, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. Panto's got so many great pop songs in these days. You might be telling a traditional story. Jay and Bally wouldn't have had a clue what was going to happen to it <laughs> when it comes to, 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 to Panto. So uh, yeah. that is part of the fun. And it is the Panto version as well, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So swashbuckling action? Swashbuckling action. Are you, are you let loose with the sword at any point? Yes. Okay, he says coyly, so is, is this, <laughs> this means this must be another of your favourite parts. Yes, it is, it is. That was one, of, again, as a child, you know, sword fights, playing, fighting off pirates. Yeah, so childhood dreams coming true. <laughs> and uh, as, as Wendy, um, obviously you get to be much more the sensible one of this group because you do actually know you're going to grow up. Oh, yes, but um, I have to say that Wendy's going to have a bit more bite in this uh, panto, which is going to hopefully give Hook a bit of a run for his money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you've got a lot to deal with there. I mean, Ian Reddington as Hook, he is quite a nasty piece of work, I think. He knows how to be evil, so uh, are you scared? Because he thinks he can take both Wendy and Peter down in your form. I think he's got a bit of a soft spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you can sort we, we can take him, yeah. can't we? We no can take problem. him. Easy, easy. <laughs> and uh, both of you first time in Stafford? I, I, yeah. No, I was here earlier on in the year. Ah, well, then this was maybe when you were playing Pinocchio. Correct, yes. So yes. Uh, what, what, what was your experience of the theatre like then? Is it Really uh, lovely theatre, lovely audience. It's a lovely town, Stafford. And I, when I found out that I was coming back for Christmas, I was stoked. Mm-hmm. Pardon the pun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's only up the road. It's fine. We'll allow that one. <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, OK, so you, you're both going to be probably sharing stuff on social media as well as you go through this experience. Yes. So uh, what, what do you like to share with your audience? Do you like them to ask questions and things about being Peter and Wendy as part of the shows? Yeah, definitely. Ask away. Yeah, definitely. And it's always nice to meet people around and it'll be part of the fun during December seeing people in town. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe getting selfies with them and sharing those as yeah. well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure after every show, you know, we'll have time to have photos. Yeah. So, you know, share them, stick them on social media. Okay, so where are you on socials? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, uh, Charlotte Fishwick 27. Okay. Yeah, uh, Instagram, Corey M. Jones, and Twitter, CoreyCore24. So check them out. Make sure you do get your tickets. So it is the 13th of December through to the 5th of January at the Stafford Gatehouse, 01785 619080, the box office number, or staffordgatehousetheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. So do all your shopping, get everything in, and come and have a great time enjoying Panto down throughout the whole Christmas period. Absolutely, yes. Lovely to see you and uh, break a leg. Have a great time. Thank you so much. much. Thank you. Our next song is from Pamela Sue Mann. This is Eight Break here on the Milk Bar. After the Like chains 
Pamela Sue Mann and Aid Break on the Milk Bar, completing our brilliant new tunes from Manila PR this week. 38% of women do not like the way they look because of a skin problem they have. Women scrubbing, shaving and waxing to feel better about themselves is actually unknowingly stripping their skin of a natural layer of protection. To tell us more about this research carried out by Dove, I'm joined now by Lisa Faulkner, actress, presenter, celebrity chef, and Dr Sarah Jarvis, media doctor. Good afternoon to you both. Right, so uh, first of all, I think, Lisa, let's talk a little bit about this because you uh, appreciate the problems that have come out of this survey because of a condition you have yourself. I do, I do. I have a skin condition called rosacea and it's a redness of my skin and it starts off sort of as being red and goes to being sort of like a rash and sometimes it gets really bumpy and dry and sore and itchy, but usually I'm just left with a red face. Um, and in my 20s, it started. And it's just its one of those things that really has bashed my confidence. And I think mm-hmm. when you're in your 20s and you're going out and you want to sort of not always be putting makeup on, I was always putting makeup on. And I was always berating myself in the mirror, um, like looking at myself and just thinking, you look so awful. I was just terribly unkind to myself. It's never gone. And that's why I sort of teamed up with Dove because... I love this campaign of going, let's be kinder to ourselves. Let's encourage our women and men not to be so tough on ourselves and, you know, physically in the shower, but also mentally to give ourselves a bit of a break to empower ourselves to say this is us. 
Yeah, just be you. What is you is you. Uh, but the worrying bit is 93% of women in this survey found some sort of skin condition that they were concerned about, whether it's stretch marks, cellulite, redness, age spots, acne, and eczema. And and some of these, yes, are medical conditions, but other things, it, it's just part of yeah, being you, isn't it, surely? It absolutely is. And, of course, I find it really worrying that I think probably at least in part because we're living so much of our lives, unlike Lisa, lives all our life in the spotlight. A lot of women here are living their lives in the spotlight, if you like, of their social media personas. So, you know, when you discover that one in five people said they really like to be less freckly, I find that really, really sad because, you know, I, I am freckly and I love it. I've embraced my freckles. And you know what? There ain't nothing you can do about it. But there are so many things that people can do something about. So, you know, nearly two and three women said they wanted smoother skin. Well, actually, by being kinder to your skin, you can have smoother skin. And nearly half of women said they wanted less dry, patchy skin. And again, just the things you're doing are probably making your skin more prone mm-hmm. to being dry and patchy. Absolutely. So tend to make it more about the maintenance and the care and upkeep so you keep the biome looking good. You've got to explain that word to me in a minute. I've read it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> or, uh, or, and rather than actually effectively attacking your skin to try and make it look better in the short term. Absolutely. And so to, to use products that are much more gentle on your skin, to use body washes that have a microbiome. You know, Dove do a whole range, everything that there's is microbiome gentle so that it keeps your microbiome, which we'll go into in a minute, <laughs> um, healthy. Because I n- didn't even know about that layer. I knew about gut health, but I didn't know about skin health. And I think that's really something loads of people don't know about. And we are all scrubbing away that, that healthy layer. So we're talking good bacteria here. It's exactly what we're talking. It's really interesting that actually the term microbiome has really been more commonly used in the last couple of decades because until then, I think we all thought about bacteria as being a bad thing. But actually, we couldn't survive without our bacteria. Our good bacteria help to keep the bad bacteria at bay, whether that's in your gut, reducing the risk of getting a flare-up of irritable bowel, whether it's in your nether regions, reducing the risk of thrush getting hold, then actually your good bacteria, which help you digest food, which help every bit of you, are all around you. But on your skin, your skin is the largest organ of your body. And of course, it's completely covered in bacteria because that organ is spread out so far. And this is an invisible layer of friendly bacteria. It protects your skin against unfriendly organisms. It helps manage the pH of your skin. It produces nutrients. It produces essential skin lipids. We know there's a really close connection, for instance, particularly in children, but in adults as well, between having an imbalance in your skin microbiome and conditions like eczema and dry skin and atopic dermatitis. Thinking of things, though, that both men and women are doing with the skin, shaving, uh, ripping hairs out with waxing, that sort of stuff. I mean, this all is going to upset that biome as well. Of course it is. So effectively, the the ripping ripping things out using waxing is actually taking the skin a single sweep. It's taking the skin off, but it's also, of course, exposing those hair follicles, allowing germs to get in. But shaving, likewise, if you especially if you're using products which are tough on your skin, you're taking a small layer of the skin off when you do it. But particularly if you're scrubbing your skin using harsh cleansers with soap, then. You've got SLS in there, which is used to create bubbles. If you're using a bubbly version or you're using soap, and that can cause skin dryness. If you're using too much water, that can cause skin dryness. So using gentle products, which will moisturize your skin and not avoid the water from drying your skin out and avoid damaging that microbiome, 
you can really make a difference. So is something like epilating a more biome-friendly way of doing this stuff? Uh, quite frankly, it might be marginally more biome-friendly, but of course if you're epilating, you're also ripping the, the, the hairs out by their roots, and that does increase the risk of infection getting down into there and causing inflammation, so-called folliculitis, which men get when they get that sort of redness around their beard area. So lots of things to think about here. What are some of the answers that we can take from this? I mean, Lisa, how do you cope with your condition and what do you do to, to maintain? Do you know what? I try to be very much, very gentle on my skin. I don't use anything harsh and I don't use anything that is too strong scented. I try and keep the most gentle products of all. But I've also really started just thinking this is my skin and posting more pictures on social media of me with no makeup. And I don't know whether it's the fact that I am getting used to looking at myself with no makeup and looking at my skin that suddenly seems that it's not as red, or whether it's because I'm posting more pictures and I'm more relaxed about it, that it has started calming down a bit. And I think that's the, the, a key message is to sort of, if we can try and work out ways to relax about what we look like, to say, this is me, to give ourselves those important pep talks and make ourselves feel better and, get, and talk about the positivity all of that mental health really really reflects on our physical health so where can we go to find out more about both the survey and making sure we treat our microbiome properly you can log on to dove.com and there's all sorts of information about being good to yourself really importantly and of course about the skin microbiome and how you can protect it. Media doctor, Dr Sarah Jarvis, and Lisa Faulkner, actress, presenter, celebrity chef, and someone with fantastic skin, whatever she says. Uh, thank you both for joining us. Thank, thank you, you very, very much. much indeed. Take care. Bye now. That's your lot for this week on The Milk Bar. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 536. Back with episode 537 next week. We'll see you then. ta for now. Goodbye from The Milk Bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.